Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay where I can literally look out my window and see the Manhattan starting to school in the calm waters of Biloxi Bay, which incidentally is a great sign that fishing is exploding in coastal Mississippi. There's no doubt about that. I want to welcome to you to uh, Super Talk Outdoors where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi. Because as I say every week, we are the capital of the outdoors in America. Uh, thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network or on Super Talk TV at C Spire TV. But some of you are watching on YouTube and Facebook or maybe you're listening on your favorite podcast. It's June the 12th, 2023. Can you believe this year is flying by as fast as it is? It's truly remarkable. I want to especially thank the foundation, the sponsor of Super Talk Outdoors. The foundation is, is uh, focused on important issues of protecting Mississippi's outdoors heritage. In the second half of the show, I'm actually going to remind you of a one of a kind of raffle that's currently underway at the foundation. It gives you a chance to win some amazing prizes. By the way, the views on this show are mine, not those of the foundation. When it comes to outdoors issues or, it, or, or the outdoors in general, you can count on me to say what needs to be said when it comes to conservation and outdoor enjoyment in Mississippi. And I'm really, really honored to be here. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about freedom in America. Uh, the Bill of Rights uh, kind of details freedoms such as freedom of speech, freedom of religion, the right to keep and bear arms, and so on. But as, but as an outdoorsman or outdoors woman, we know this. This is a quote from Charles Lindbergh. Real freedom lies in wildness, not civilization. Real freedom lies in wildness, not civilization. You know, Charles Lindbergh, uh, most of you know him well, the American aviator, he was a military officer, and he flew from New York City to Paris in 1927. He knew wildness, that, that's for sure. But you know, when I'm offshore, off the coast of Mississippi, or on the edge of an ag field hunting uh, hardwood bottom in the Mississippi Delta, I often pause and reflect, and I thank God I'm able to be in that moment. I take a deep breath. I know you do, too, in, in moments like that. It's in these moments of the wildness of Mississippi that we can literally find ourselves overwhelmed, uh, our senses completely overwhelmed by the awesomeness of it all. You know, the human spirit covets the outdoors. You know this. It's not a luxury. It's, it's a basic human need. That is for sure. And uh, so, you know, at the end of the day, we have to be outside. We, we have to go outside. We have to enjoy the wildness of this state in order to refresh our souls. Um, but unfortunately, sadly, actually, some people don't quite understand that. 
but you can uh, you can help by taking someone who doesn't get it out to enjoy the outdoors and create an opportunity for them to take a deep breath and enjoy the wildness of Mississippi. Share your love of the outdoors. It will pay off, and we'll, we'll turn them over one at a time. We'll make them love the outdoors of Mississippi. Hey, listen, I talk a lot about safety on this show. I, literally, I close every single show um, begging you to stay safe when you're in the outdoors. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that here in just a second. But we're just going to visit with Major Chris Clark, who is uh, the law enforcement manager for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And we've got a, a bunch of stuff to talk about. But before we go any further, further let me add, let me uh, welcome Chris to the show. How you doing, my friend? Good. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. So where are you sitting right now? Right here. I'm at the Central Region Office in right off 43. Good, good. So uh, listen, man, uh, it's an exciting time of the year, but it's also an important time of the year. As I mentioned, as I close every show, I talk about safety, but it's a, it, you know, there's so many people out on the water, so many people out enjoying the outdoors. We can't take safety for granted, can we? No, sir, not at all. It's perfect time of the year. Everybody's wanting to get out on the water and get out there, enjoy it. And this great thing, get out with the families, get on the sandbars and just ski a little bit and have a little fun. Hey, listen. Uh, where I, where I'm uh, located on Back Bay, I can watch boats coming from the Mississippi Sound into Back Bay, and then on uh, on up to the bayous of Bow View or Shudika Bluff River or the Biloxi River. But you know they're going in all those different directions. But at one point yesterday, I looked out, and I I bet there were 20 boats, maybe more. They were returning from the a day at the islands or where whatever they were doing. Some boats were kind of leisurely moving along. Some were were uh, jet skis going 60 plus miles an hour. Some were, you know, fast speed boats, you know, kind of weaving in and out. Man, the technology that people have access to in boats today uh, are incredible. And if we don't pay attention, man, lots of bad things can happen. We'll come back to that in just a second. Let's take a step back for a second. You heard the way I started the show, Chris. There is, uh, there is an opportunity for us to go out and take a deep breath and enjoy the outdoors of Mississippi. Man, we're lucky to live in this state, aren't we? Yes, sir. Absolutely. I mean, any day you go out, you got something else you can do. There is no doubt. So wh where did you learn your love of the outdoors? Lord, I, I grew up in uh, Winston County, a little bit below Starfall over there, and, and grew up with family and friends doing stuff in the outdoors, whether it's going fishing or going hunting. and Just like... Most folks are here, just enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's interesting. So, so many of us got it from our fathers and our grandfathers, and that's that's a common theme. You know, some people didn't, you know, and uh, when they were introduced to it, as I pointed out at the beginning of the show, they get hooked, and they, they fall in love with it, and they start to enjoy it. You know, one, one, one positive from the pandemic, and I know you saw this in your line of work, is that people felt safe in the outdoors. So people were being reintroduced to our state parks and to hunting and fishing and just going out canoeing in ways that we hadn't seen in a long time. You certainly saw that, didn't you? Yes, sir. The amount of people that would come and ask questions, just like you said, that uh, may not have grew up doing it, but got out there and decided to get with someone else that did. And that's a good thing. They showed them the ropes and showed them what to do. So you've got you've got a lot to say, Grace, over in your work. If you were just talk riding in, in an elevator with someone a couple of floors, how do you describe what you do? Oh, it's, every day is different. Every day is different. 
happy. And every day I come to work, I don't call it coming to work. It's what I enjoy, grew up doing and and doing, giving a little bit back is the way I look at it. So as a law enforcement manager, you, you also have a lot of responsibility as it relates to training. And uh, I'm so impressed with the work that you guys do, not only to, to work through all the candidates to, to hire the best law enforcement officers that you can hire, but the amount of training they go through, Chris, is truly remarkable. Yes, sir. And guys that's doing the training really take it serious and try to give each one of them everything they need to get out here and do the right thing. And we hire people from all walks of life and that may not know something that I grew up knowing, but before we get through with them, we give them all them tools that they need to go out there and help everybody in the state. Hey, when did you decide that this was going to be your line of work? You know, how old well, are you? I was a little older when I started. Uh, I started with the agency in 03. And right. I actually did all kinds of other things before that. But it was kind of in my uh, desire of mine from when I was in high school. I had a guy that graduated with me and told me, he said, that's what you need to go be is a game warden. And back then, I just blew it off, and then finally, it, it happened. So what kind of work did you do? Lord, I, I worked at several different plants. There was a plant in Philadelphia. I worked for Taylor Machine Works in Louisville. It's, uh, but I, every, every experience I had has helped, helped bring me to this point. You know, in some cases, it's actually good to go get some other experience because you're a little older and wiser and you know for sure what it is you want to do. So when you joined in 03, which is now 20 years ago, or maybe a little bit before, a little bit uh, or right at 20 years ago, you, um, you knew that's what you wanted to do. And so what all have you done since you've been with the department? Well, I started out working in the field. I actually, my first... Uh, County I worked was Kemper County and had an opportunity to move back home to Winston and I did. Finally worked my way up. I, I worked in SRT. I've, I've helped with uh, Honor Guard with the department and then finally got, got an opportunity to get in the boating field. And I took that and then had an opportunity to get back into the field as a lieutenant. Did that for a little while, became a captain at the Central Region Office and, and had the east side of the state and just took this job about a month ago so we're going to see what i can what i can help do well for you to have this job that we're talking with major chris clark from the department of wildlife fisheries and parks uh, for you to have this job is a real testament to your leadership and you you consider the you know i've had these these conversations with uh, many of your compadres on the show in fact when we come back on the other side i'll talk about and we'll talk about how things have changed dramatically for a law enforcement officer over the years and why so much training is really necessary when we come back with our conversation with major chris clark we'll see you at the on the other side
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, low around 68. Your Tuesday, a 60% chance of rain and thunderstorms, high around 91. And for your Wednesday, a 70% chance of rain, high near 89. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Inflation and supply chain issues affects everyone. Inflation has hit every industry. From your box of Cheerios to a two-by-four piece of wood, prices have gone up. This is Insurance Commissioner Mike Chaney. Price of homeowners insurance has risen, but it doesn't mean you should sacrifice safety and peace of mind. I'm working to bring more insurance options to the state. Talk to your agent or call my office about your insurance needs and about lowering your premium. Paid for by friends of Mike Chaney. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, almost. You know? And of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. And then the whole, it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. How about something for free from Ag Up Equipment? Get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3E John Deere compact tractor from Ag Up Equipment. Plus zero down and 0% financing for 72 months. Whether you're maintaining your land or tackling new projects, Ag Up has the right equipment for you. Browse online at agup.com. Offer in 63023. Some restrictions apply. Subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors, it's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have Major Chris Clark with us, and he has tremendous responsibilities in the area of law enforcement. He's a law enforcement manager for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And when we went to break, I mentioned that law enforcement has come a long way. I think one of you, one of your officers told me sometime back that in the old days, you know, you'd give someone a gun and wish them well, and you know, they would they would go out and start practicing you know, the the uh, their their craft. It's not that world anymore, though, is it, Chris? No, sir. Well, the whole world has changed as far as law enforcement as a whole. 
and and we look at it as a department to make these officers as as qualified as they can be for as anybody in the state and give them all the opportunities to get all the training they can get well what's interesting to me is that oftentimes they'll find themselves out in the middle of nowhere by themselves without any backup having to deal with someone who may may or may not have a gun oftentimes they do have a gun and there's a lot of focus today on the psychology of what they do, how to keep things depressurized, how not to let things escalate. Um, and boy, the stories I hear of how well trained your officers are and how they don't um, you know, take a situation and make it worse. They, they take a situation and de you know, depressurize it. But there's a lot of training that goes into that, isn't there? Yes, sir. You can probably say 95% of everybody we deal with are just enjoying the outdoors, enjoying what they love and having a good time. You just gotta be prepared for that 5% that, that goes the other direction. And that can happen at any time. It could it could happen at any time and that's why the training is really necessary. You heard what I said about the technology that people have as it relates to boating today, but man, I mean, boats are faster. Uh, there, you know, I mean, if you, say, if you could say faster means more dangerous, certainly it does when you're talking about the water. People do drop their guards, and uh, I, I look at, as I mentioned, the jet skis that I see. Man, oh man, some of those are just flying by, some as fast as 70 miles an hour. You've seen it all. We have to really pay attention to what we're doing when we're on the water these days, don't we? Yes, sir. What you're saying is by far the most important thing is paying attention, having somebody else watch it. Uh, you can't see everything that's going on. If you're pulling somebody, you got to have somebody, you know, being a lookout. And that part is probably resulted in more of the accidents than anything. Is is both both parties have got to be paying attention and, and do what they can to avoid anything that can happen. Hey, what uh, what I I've been in boating all my life. I was introduced to boating when I probably was, before I could even walk. So I've been around water and boating my whole life. I have three boats. One one goes offshore. One is just a a uh, fiberglass skiff that we're able to do a, a lot of our bait catching with we call it our crabbing boat and then i have a a, a bay boat that well, i can get out to the islands if i want to in that boat but it's mo mostly sort of a backwater boat so over the years i've seen it all one of the one of the key things that i i like to tell people is that it's not hard to make sure your boat is legal with an ex fire extinguisher and and flares and uh, of course life jackets for everyone on the boat etc uh, but something that people tend to overlook is just doing your annual maintenance on your boat because boats, man, I tell you, especially when you're, in, well, if you're around water, you know, this deterioration is going to take place, making sure you have good, good batteries and they're charged and that you've done the kind of maintenance on the motor that needs to be done. But this basic things like this, people will, will put their boat away for a while and then they'll go charge your battery and then they'll go hit the water and uh, not be aware that maybe they've got a water pump issue or whatever. But, you know, you see a lot of issues that just involve people not maintaining their boats properly, don't you? Yeah, a lot of times people put them up all winter. And, and not really take care of them. And then when they get out in the spring, they just get out there and try to take off. And there's a lot more things that go to it that they need to do. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely see that. So when you, uh, when you see some of the unfortunate incidents that you've had the unfortunate opportunity to see, what do you learn from those? And what's some of your primary advice for people? The biggest thing is there's no one thing that can help every situation. Every situation is different, but 
going back to those people paying attention, what they're doing, uh, having somebody to, to look out at what they're doing and to make sure, you know, you got to think of the stressors that you have when you're on the water. You can have uh, the heat, the bouncing of the water. I mean, people get dehydrated quicker, things they don't think about. Yeah. You know, one, Chris, one of the things that, that hits me, uh, last year I was at uh, Horn Island. We were just for family day on the island, and there might have been 500 boats there, and I'm not exaggerating. And of the 500 boats, there might have been uh, a few of them that weren't drinking. <laughs> the, the rest were drinking. Now, I'm hoping that captains weren't drinking. But alcohol and boating tend to go hand in hand, unfortunately. And, uh, and too often people are operating a boat under the influence. And man, you know, the thing about boating, this is what I t taught my sons young in their lives, is that oftentimes you do not get a second chance. You know, that, that when you're dealing with an accident on the water or some, some event on the water, it can be incredibly unforgiving. Oftentimes you're dealing with issues like that and it involves alcohol, doesn't it? Yes, sir. And, and we understand everybody's out there trying to have a good time. We want them to. But have somebody that can drive. Have you have you a designated driver? Because you got to think most of them are pulling their kids, their friends. Uh, they got them in the boat. You need to take that responsibility and and do the right thing. Yeah, there's no doubt. What is uh what is Operation Dry Water? Operation Dry Water is something that back, they started back in 2009 uh, through the Coast Guard and NASBA to generate a weekend that. They concentrated on any kind of BUI intoxication where there was alcohol or drugs. And that actually is coming up July 1st through 3rd. So we'll take that weekend and, and really heighten the awareness of what's going on. Wow, that's good. So what what were, what were your officers be involved with? What's, what's this look like? It, basically, it'd be every body of water, this big bodies of water, everybody's working. Uh, and they'll make bigger details and there'll be a lot of compliance checks uh, just trying to make sure everybody is doing the right thing and having that driver educating people giving them the opportunity to ask questions i mean they see more officers i mean it's just a very heightened weekend well there couldn't be a better weekend to do it because fourth of july weekend is uh boy it's a big boating day in fact is there a bigger boating day than that weekend no sir that's probably the biggest one we got and right now we on the verge of having more drownings the boating accidents have picked up it's the time of the year and and can't stress enough how the people need to pay attention to what's going on and have somebody with them that can drive that boat so this boater incident re uh, report database that you guys have developed, tell me more about that. Well, actually, for every boating accident that, uh, that happens, the operator does a report, a single page report, and then we go back and do our report. And we turn it into the, the base for the Coast Guard and do all the information that they need to do keep their records. Wow. And so uh, how long has that been going on? More. Ever since I've been on, we've been working with Bard. It's what so we thought. See, data informs, man. You know, there's a what gets measured gets done. 
And when in boating accidents, to be able to in boating incidents, you, the, the opportunity to really collect that data gives you a real sense of where your focus needs to be, doesn't it? Yes, sir. And it's harder than if you look at a, a car accident and then you look at the boating accident. That's that's more fluid. You know, the water's moving, everything's still moving unless it gets dry water, you know, and gets on the bank or something. But it's a, it's it's a lot of work goes to it. And we just had uh, five officers that just come back from from a training that that helped them do that reconstruction work. Well, listen, I had a long career in media. Uh, I was a CEO in the media industry for 16 years, but long, long ago, I became an advanced paramedic and was in pre-med. I, I was going to be an emergency room physician. And I'm, along the way, I decided to change my major that that really wasn't for me. But becoming an advanced paramedic and working as a paramedic for a period of time has been something that I have taken with me through my life, having that training. And uh, unfortunately, you know, early in my life as a paramedic, I had uh, the opportunity, I, I wouldn't use, opportunity is the wrong word actually, but uh, to, to be on the, the scene for a couple of drownings. And there's nothing worse than to be involved in a situation like that. And when you, when you as an officer, have, have the, uh, the responsibility to sort of say grace over those kind of accident scenes, it is a clarion call to you to make something like Operation Dry Water the best it can be because it's a chance for your officers to remind people that they can never, should never find themselves in a similar situation. That is, that, that's always in the back of your mind, isn't it? Yes, sir. It always hits home. And you get thinking that one thing that you do, you may not realize, but it, it could be helping. It could be making a change. It could be if you can stop one person from drowning, you've done your work. If we, we don't want anyone in this state to drown, so stay focused on the outdoors. As, excuse me, as uh, when you're in the outdoors on safety. And uh, listen, uh, Major Chris Clark, it's been a pleasure to spend some time with you this morning. Thanks, sir. Good, good luck with uh, Operation Dry Water and, and your new role. I look forward to talking to you soon on what you're learning. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation. We'll see you after this. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. It's been said that time waits for no one, but that's not completely true. Hi, I'm Cameron Aubrey. Since 1920, our family has been privileged to serve as Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. For decades, generations have trusted Albrittons for engagement rings, anniversaries, and those special events in life. Time has certainly changed our world. The internet, smartphones, and social media have revolutionized how we research, communicate, and even shop. At Albrittons, we've grown with you. At Albrittons.com, you can search, shop, and find the latest in fine jewelry. But for those who prefer the personal experience, you can now shop the all-new Albrittons 
4460 Old Canton Road in Northeast Jackson. With new displays and the latest designer jewelry, we're located across from our old home in Highland Village. Still the same All Britain service you'd expect, but now bigger and better. You've waited for us, now we're ready for you. Come see what's new. All Britain's 4460 Old Canton Road in Jackson. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Hey, Pearl, Mississippi, it's Big Pop inviting you to Mississippi's biggest and best gun shows. Big Pop gun shows will be at the Clyde Muse Center, June 17th and 18th in Pearl, Mississippi. Saturday hours 9 to 5, Sunday hours 10 to 5. Adult admission $8, kids 6 to 11, only $2. Buy and sell and trade and gun appraisals over 250 tables of merchandise to see. Grab your dollar off coupon now at BigPopGunShows.com. All federal, state, and local laws must apply. Y'all come, let's have a great weekend at the gun show. Bring Dad to the gun show this weekend. Happy Father's Day, y'all. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. As we inch toward Election Day, the U.S. Supreme Court booted Mandy Gunasekera off the ballot for Public Service Commissioner in the state's Northern District. I took it to the end. It's now over. I'm out of the race. I'm off the ballot, which I'm very disappointed about. But I'm going to find a way to serve the people of Mississippi. Gunasekera, who lost her spot due to a residency challenge, formerly served as an EPA official under Donald Trump, her disqualification leaves just State Rep Chris Brown and Tupelo City official Tanner Newman, both Republicans, vying for the spot currently held by Brandon Presley, who's running for governor as a Democrat. And civil rights leader Medgar Evers was assassinated on this day 60 years ago. And when we get this unity, ladies and gentlemen, nothing can stop us. We're going to win this fight for freedom. Evers, a native of Jackson, was vital in securing civil rights for black Americans. I'm J.T. Mitchell, Super Talk, Mississippi News. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. 
What if the online information about your business is incorrect or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. STMM Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really enjoyed that conversation with Major Chris Clark. The work that the law enforcement officers are doing across this state is so important. And as he pointed out, there are no other day, weekends that have more boats involved on the water than Fourth of July weekend. And they're going to be out with their their operation checking boats and making sure that you're staying safe so expect that expect to see more officers and uh and uh, you can you can help them along by not drinking and boating and uh, by having all the the proper safety equipment etc so keep that in mind always put that first even if you know even if you're not expecting to see a law enforcement officer the reason to do it is to keep the people on your boat safe hey listen uh, the foundation for wildlife fisheries and parks not the department of wildlife fisheries and parks the foundation is a separate 5013 uh, organization that helps uh, helps the, the department in so many different ways has a new raffle for outdoor enthusiasts in the state and I mentioned it the last couple of weeks but uh, the, the money raised is going to is going to help with conservation efforts in the state and it's going to give you the chance to win some amazing uh, prizes for example a $50,000 Ford voucher uh, I love this one a legends turkey hunt with Cus Strickland and uh, and Preston Pittman an Argentina dove hunt for eight hunters uh, a 10-day guided african safari and the ultimate outdoors package filled with amazing prizes uh, you can participate in the uh, in the raffle uh, easily actually tickets are only like twenty dollars each three tickets are 50 10 for 125 tickets are 150 dollars probably the best way to do it is just go to the foundation website and there'll be a link there that brings you to the uh, opportunity to purchase your tickets um, the ticket purchase deadline is Sunday, July the 30th, and then uh, the drawing is going to be on August the 14th, and winners are going to be announced at the Mississippi uh, Museum of Natural Science. So get your tickets today. I think you'll be glad you did, and you're helping conservation here at the same time. So now let's move over to my friend Dustin Rogers, who's a Northeast region uh, we're going to talk about Northeast region fishing and, and brim fishing. He's a fisheries biologist. Anyway, how you doing, Dustin? I'm doing good. How are you? It's doing great. I'm doing great. Where are you sitting right now? I'm at the house. Good. Good. Where is that? Uh, I live in between Pontotoc and Oxford. Okay. Good. Oh, this is a beautiful part of the state. I, I know you know that. Yeah. You, I like did, you, did you grow up there? No, sir. I grew up uh, in Arkansas. Really? Yeah. So did you grow up hunting and fishing? Yeah. Yeah. So where did you? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, where did you get your love of the outdoors from? Um, yeah, probably just growing up in a really rural part of Arkansas, kind of the kind of the southeastern portion of the state. Uh, a lot of ag land and uh, not not many not many big towns around there. So uh, trying to just trying to find things to do to keep me out of trouble, and uh, just had was really fortunate. Uh, my grandfather took me hunting and fishing a lot my dad took me hunting so yeah so duck hunting i got being in arkansas that duck hunting was a big part of your world huh 
It was. It was. Uh, I was went through a phase of being pretty crazy about duck hunting up until I guess I graduated college and, and moved away and, and just never kind of never got back into it. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot different now than it was when I was growing up. There's it's gotten a lot more popular, of course, and there's a lot more folks you know out there doing it. So which is a good thing to see, but it, it makes it a hassle on public land sometimes. Yeah, it does. It does. But although the state, the man, when we analyze what's happening at the WMAs across the state as it relates to duck habitat and improving duck hunting for people in the state, you know, we can we can debate all day long about the flyway and you know you know the weather trends and all these things that affect affect uh, duck hunting. But boy, there's very little debate about the work that the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks is doing in the WMAs as it relates to the duck hunting. So it can be a relatively moderate or even poor year of duck hunting in other places. But on the WMAs, they they're gonna have ducks. So you guys are doing you're doing a great job. When did you know that uh, biology was something you wanted to get you know make a profession? Oh wow. Um... I actually started out uh, as an art major in college just because I liked to draw and I figured out pretty quick that I didn't like to draw as much as they liked for us to draw. Uh, to do that all the time, I kind of like enjoyed doing it just when I felt like it. Um, and, and really just kind of fell into it. I took, I took one taxonomy class and uh, just as an elective and just realized how much was out there that I didn't know, you know, growing up running through the woods and everything and, and hunting and fishing. And I just never paid, there was so much that I never paid attention to, uh, you know, different plants and trees and, and just you name it. And I ended up taking every taxonomy class that the uh, university offered and just, just really loved it. And it's just kind of, kind of gone from there. Hey, I mentioned in the in the last segment that I was in pre-med. I became a paramedic and was in pre-med and uh, was going to be an emergency room physician. I was pretty much decided that I was headed to, uh, to medical school. And along the way, I just decided I'm going to switch my major really pretty last minute and went on to get a business degree and then a master's in business. But the thing I remember most about my... And the thing I liked most about my pre-med work was, you know, the biology, zoology, those classes. I mean, what you, I, I find that it helps me even today in the work that I do. It helps you certainly understand, you know, how this world works. And, uh, and so, you know, being a fisheries biologist these days, the opportunity to really understand how what you do can make a difference and how to how to maximize what happens in our in our rivers and our lakes and our ponds it's um, it's powerfully important to you that that education isn't it yes sir yeah it is it's uh and it's something that i get to torture my kids with quite a bit <laughs> they they probably will not have anything to do with biology or the outdoors i've pushed it on them so much well, that's good though, because you—I mean—it's all about how you know learning how the how the world works. How, what do you if you were just talking to someone who didn't you, you didn't know? Tell them, tell me about what it is you do, and uh, and we'll go from there. Um, so, the fisheries biologist in the northeast region of Mississippi. So, uh, uh, myself and 
my coworker. Uh, we have a 16 county region here in Northeast Mississippi that covers uh, Pickwick Lake, Bay Springs, and the remain, you know, the Tenton Waterway, uh, all the way down to where it goes, crosses over into Alabama. And then we have our MDWFP water bodies, our state lakes and state park lakes that we manage. And then we also do private pond consulting for uh, private landowners. There's a lot to say grace over, isn't there? <laughs> yes, sir. So you have a long to-do list, I bet. Yeah, yeah, we stay pretty busy. We, we've got uh, uh, also doing a fair amount of work uh, with the invasive carp, uh, kind of monitoring them in Pickwick Lake and seeing how they're migrating you know, if they're moving into the ten tom, we've got receivers set out for them. So we we've got our we've got our work cut out for them. Well, listen, my friend Travis Dunn, who I lease some, some uh, three separate farms from up in the Mississippi Delta, uh, the the Dunn family, they're just terrific. And he and his wife and his three kids went uh, on a it was an outflow from the Yazoo and. Man, I mean, this video I posted it. It shows it shows the Asian carp jumping into the boat and coming from every direction. I mean, it's it's a pretty pretty incredible video. And he sent it to me just to say you're not gonna believe what happened today, and he showed it to me. And I posted it at Super Talk Outdoors. And the last I checked, it had been viewed tens of thousands of times. I mean, that is first. Just a couple of impressions you get from that. One is holy mackerel. You know, once you get those things going. They are crazy. And the other, obviously, is how many there are. Uh, that's got to give you as a biologist significant concern. Yeah, and, and there are a lot of folks that are that are carp specialists that are working on this problem, and, and we're kind of aiding and assisting them as we can. There's a lot of interagency work going on with the carp. Uh, we've done a lot of work with Tennessee and Alabama and also U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. So there's... Uh, uh, USGS, there's all kinds of folks involved in it, um, but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's the reason why we encourage people not to move live bait because the small carp look very similar to our native shad, uh, so we don't want them transported to different water bodies and that kind of thing. Yeah, already. Yeah, I, def I definitely get that. Hey, listen, um, I, I, I always start this show with Mississippi as the capital of the outdoors in America. The reason I can make that claim, and I'll stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with anyone to to make my point, but when you consider the Mississippi Delta and the Mississippi River and the lakes and ponds and rivers all over the state, um, the duck hunting, the deer hunting, the turkey hunting, the canoeing, the incredible public land, the, the offshore fishing, the backwater fishing of coastal Mississippi, when you tie it all together, I mean, can there be a better place to enjoy the outdoors in Mississippi? When we get back on the other side, I'm going to get, get uh, our friend Dustin Rogers, who's a biologist for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, to tell me kind of the state of the affairs of the, of the water bodies he has to say grace over as it relates to fishing. We'll see you after this. Mississippi to this land called home I'll breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and gone Just carry on, I'll carry on Mississippi
Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. How about something for free from AgUp Equipment? Get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3E John Deere compact tractor from AgUp Equipment. Plus zero down and 0% financing for 72 months. Whether you're maintaining your land or tackling new projects, AgUp has the right equipment for you. Browse online at agup.com. Offer in 63023. Some restrictions apply. Subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. The 2023 outdoor patio furniture has arrived. We have excellent prices and Callaway's has the largest in-stock selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's farmer's market is open seven days a week. Callaway's has just received another shipment of beautiful tropical. Kimberly Queen Ferns, 3-gallon, 10-inch pots, $12.99. Best price and quality around. We also have blooming hibiscus, alamandas, mandevillas, hanging baskets, and more. Callaway's has a large selection of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, and all on sale. We offer bulk soils for local delivery and pickup. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Dream. <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Volunteer Mississippi is hosting a two-day volunteer management curriculum training event to be held at the Weston in Jackson, June 20th and 21st from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Volunteer Mississippi training course will provide a foundation for best practices for new and emerging leaders of volunteers. Subject matter will be relevant to attracting, recruiting, and retaining volunteers in your organization. For more information, visit volunteermississippi.org. That's Volunteer Mississippi Management Training, June 20th and 21st. Lunch and breakfast will be served both days. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really appreciate you joining us here on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network or on uh, YouTube or Facebook or your favorite podcast. We really appreciate you joining us. Uh, uh, we're talking with Dustin Rogers, who is a fisheries biologist for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And he has a lot to say grace over as it relates to water bodies in Northeast Mississippi, not only the public water bodies, but also doing um, uh, consulting for on private land for ponds and lakes of private land. The work they do in that area, incidentally, I've got nothing but great feedback about the work the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and parks is doing uh, essentially dustin you probably can walk up to a lake and pretty quickly know what its challenges are can't you yeah a lot of the times you can you can pick out certain things and and that's part of you know what we help private private owners with too with their ponds is is seeing different challenges that they're having and, and being able to help them with it I've seen I've seen you guys have tremendous success, man. Whew. I mean, you have taken a, uh, a a pond or lake that's inundated with bass and other species and turn it around and make it a, a trophy bass lake. It's great when you're able to accomplish that, isn't it? And you've got a you've got an owner that's willing to work with you. Yeah, that and that's the key thing is is the we can give all the recommendations we want if the owner doesn't follow through with them you know it it doesn't it doesn't change you, yeah. you have to and i think that's something that's important to note is uh pond management it does take some work uh and and depending on what their goal is that's that's the first question that we generally ask is what do you want out of this pond do you want a trophy bass pond or would you rather have big brim or just a you know, a good balance and a mix of a lot of different things. Well, you heard when I went to break, I was mentioning that I'll come back and get you to tell us, when you look at sort of the state of affairs to the water bodies that you have to say grace over, like Ten Time Waterway and Pickwick and Bay Springs and State Park Lakes and so on, what's the the state of affairs on fishing in the lakes you have responsibility for? Overall, things have been good up here. We've got such a diverse area uh, up here. It's, it's really, uh, I've worked in, in two other regions in the state of Mississippi and this, I think this is probably my favorite uh, so far. Um, we, we're having some challenges with Pickwick Lake, which those, you know, that's a an impoundment of the Tennessee River for anybody that, that may not know. And it was, uh, it was voted as one of the top 10 bass fishing lakes in the country uh, recently. And it is, as a result of that, uh, it already got a lot of fishing pressure, but it, it definitely gets a lot of pressure from tournaments and things. And the fishing, fishing has been kind of tough up there this year, but we keep uh, both Creel, we just finished up our Creel surveys there, uh, which we do over a three month period in the spring. And we keep, Creel data and electrofishing data are population sampling year after year. And so we can see trends as we go along. And and Pickwick right now from our data is, is in a little bit of a slump, but 
every time when I look back historically through the data, it comes back pretty well. So uh, they're they're um, for the anglers that are uh, you know nervous about pickwick, just hang in there. Uh, both uh, Mississippi Department of Wildlife and Tennessee uh, Wildlife Resources has uh, stocked bass in it this year. So hopefully we're we're going to see an increase in catch rates and things there again. Hey, you um, mentioned you mentioned brim fishing, and yeah. I, when I growing up, I can whether it be in the bayou and bayou here in Gulfport. I'm actually in Biloxi, but in Gulfport, where I was raised, and or whether it's places like Paul B. Johnson State Park with a, with a, a cane pole, mm-hmm. you know, fishing for brim and taking a kid fishing, they kind of come hand in glove, don't they? Yeah, to me, I kind of relate it to like small game hunting for getting kids started into hunting, brim fishing. I mean, especially, you know, if you have a, a private pond that you're fortunate enough to be able to fish in, there's almost always excellent brim fishing in those. And it, you know, it doesn't require any expensive tackle or anything to get started. Like you said, just a cane pole, a small hook and a bobber, and, and you're pretty well ready to go. Get you some crickets and, and you, you know, you're set. Um, it's, I, I started my kids out brim fishing and uh, had a lot of fun with it. It's, I think it's a great thing for parents to do. It's a, I, th- I call brimfish sort of the magnet of the outdoors because you can, you can hook them young, which you know, usually you do. Um, it's hard, it's almost hard to fail if you get, if you're, you know, on a, a place where there are brim and you, and you have the right bait. Uh, it's hard to fail, and man, it can be so. Even as an adult today, taking a kid, it's just so much fun. It is, yeah, it really is. Uh, I, I had a unique experience of taking. I think I had five little girls fishing at one time, and and I couldn't I couldn't keep crickets on hooks fast. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like so much fun. Hey, listen, we're out of time for the day, Dustin, but I've really enjoyed visiting. You're you're a good guy. I appreciate all the work that you're doing for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Anyway, this is Dustin Rogers. He's a fisheries biologist, and uh, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. As we started the first part of the show, and we'll end it today. Stay safe when you're in the in the outdoors. Always put safety first. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Talk Mississippi Media Production.